What's up, man? All right, go ahead, guys. Okay. Start with the obvious. How'd they look? Uh, a couple of days in. Two, uh, two good days. Uh, we're obviously not only in helmets, so it's uh, kind of touch football right now. But good energy. You guys are running around. It's good. Hey, Bob, what did you think um, when you heard that Coach Kate left? And did you, did you have immediate interest in the, in the defensive coordinator position? Uh, I'm like 92 years old, and so I'm good with whatever. I've been coaching a long time. Um, Coach K and I have been together for a long time. I think it was about 12 years, 13 years we were together, excuse me. And so I uh, certainly missed him as a friend, didn't want him to go. And so whatever way Coach Lake wanted to go, I'm totally good with. Coach, on that same kind of point, when you were last defensive coordinator at Cal and then you moved to Boise State, I think you'd said that you wanted to spend more time with your family at that point. And obviously this is a big undertaking to step into the DC role. Why wow, is, you dug deep into the research. I tried right to. There. Yeah. Why is this well, I mean, why is this the right time to take on that kind of added responsibility? Um, yeah, good question. Um, I probably feel it's a good time to do it. Other than that, my kids are a little bit older. Um, new challenge. Um, it's probably probably it. Great defense coming back. I mean, well, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Now, now with this defense, typically in the last decade, the secondary has kind of been the leader. You know, with people coming back and starters, it almost seems like it's flipped a little bit. That they're kind of the unsettled area with a lot of candidates here and there. Is this, well, a little bit, a uh, little bit younger. Uh, probably the, the group on the defense that has the most returners are probably the inside linebackers. Um, but, you know, we got a guy like Trent McDuffie who's played a lot of football for us and um, is an all-league guy, and, uh, so he's certainly be a leader. And we've had certainly guys that are back there who played. But, but you're probably right, not as many veterans back there in the secondary as there are maybe, maybe up front. Coach, can you talk a little bit about Dominic Hampton? He's been a corner. Yep. He looks huge. Yeah. Do you see him more in that rule at safety that – Zeke Turner and Jojo McIntosh. Yeah, I think Dom's big. He's very physical, but he can run. Um, I think we're trying to play to his uh, strengths and get him closer to the box a little bit. Yeah. What have you seen from Mickey IU and Josh Calvert? Uh, they're they're making progress. I think they're all getting better. Um, I don't. They're not quite uh, where the other guys are right now, but they certainly are getting are getting better. I'm, ple- I'm pleased with their improvement. What do you want to see from both both of them this spring? Just kind of take that next step. Get better. You know everything. You know. Uh, sometimes you guys ask me or uh, our players, what do I got to do to get better, Coach? Well, really, is, I always hesitate to say one thing. You know, it's, it, you just got to continue to get better as a football player. And playing linebacker, you got to play the run, you got to play the pass, you got to play zone, you got to play man. So uh, they just got to get better at their overall craft. Bob, when you're, when you're looking at guys in the transfer portal, because you picked up Bucky Radley Hiles, you picked up Jeremiah Martin, what are some of the key ingredients for you? as a guy that wants to pick up some additional defensive pieces? Well, I think the first we're always going to research is if they're good people. And there's no off-the-field issues. Uh, those two kids have no off-the-field issues. They've got to be good academically to, to get into school here and to, to compete here academically. And if they just fit kind of what we're, what we're doing. And both those kids fit with, with what we're doing. Bookie's yeah. as a nickel and Jeremiah's an outside backer. I was going to say, with Jeremiah specifically, did, with Leatu's situation, did that just seem like a perfect – yeah, certainly, certainly need another guy. There's, there's no doubt, and we'll miss, miss a lot too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you mentioned that stopping the run and kind of going to be a theme of, of this off, off season going into next year. Just curious how, how you emphasize that in practice 
in meetings during the offseason when, when you're not playing? Yeah, we got to talk about it. There, there's no doubt. You know, I think it was around 200 yards we gave up last year, which we're not going to win a lot of games. We're giving up 200 yards rushing. And so talking about it, giving more emphasis uh, on how we're taking on blocks, um, striking blockers better, uh, getting another guy up in the box to stop the run. So it's a philosophy. It's a mentality. Um, it's teaching it more, spending more time on it, uh, being more aggressive with it, getting another guy like, set up on the box scheme-wise. So it's a little bit of, little bit of everything. I know Jimmy had mentioned, kind of like you said, that there were some things he felt like structurally you guys could do to, to put guys in better positions. Yep. Has, has that been a part of kind of your, your evaluation? Yes, for sure. For sure. Yep. Uh, just kind of schemes and doing a couple things differently to make sure that we can uh, do a better job and uh, you know, everybody wants to rush the passer. We say you got to earn the right to rush the passer on, on third down. So we got to be good on first and second down. We're not going to get to third down. Uh, what was your philosophy just as a defensive coordinator on recruiting and just how heavily involved you are with the different positions? Um, I will certainly uh, be involved to a certain degree, but I got to recruit the inside linebackers. Uh, but I certainly will be on a call or a text or whatever it is with, with, with the other guys too. Hey, Bob, clarification, you just said that. You have to earn the right to rush the pass on third down. You might want, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so, you know, everybody wants to rush the passer. Everybody wants to, you know, blitz, and everybody wants to come off the edge and look good rushing the passer. Well, you got to be able to take on blocks and be able to stop the run before you earn the right to do that. And so I think that's just a, a mentality. Um, you got to be able to strike blockers. There's a lot of seven-on-seven seven and all that kind of stuff today and throwing the ball. You got to be able to stop the run. You got to be able to stop the run on this level to be able to win championships and got to be able to run the ball in this game. So if we don't stop the run first, we're not going to get to third down, be able to do all that fancy pass rushing stuff. Coach, that makes so sense. With you taking over for Coach K, is the defense exactly the same, or have you got your own little twist on that? And if so, is there something you could see? Even if Coach K was here, there are always little wrinkles. We're always evaluating um, you know, what we do in the offseason and what, what can we do better, what do we like, what do we want to keep, what, what do we want to uh, get rid of. And so it's always uh, – Evolving the base structure of it, our base calls are, are, are going to be the same. And Coach Lake and and I've been together for a long time as well. And so it's it's going to be uh, our base stuff is our is our base stuff. Is there anything we can look at and go, okay, that's Coach Bob? Um, yeah, no, I'll, you can do that and see if you can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he's probably more of a safe, but he's still young. We're still trying to figure some of those young guys out. Um, but, but I think he's got a chance to be a safety. He's played corner, so not sure yet. Still figuring it out. What was it uh, that made you want to take a look at Carson Bruner on the outside? Uh, just uh, He's long. Um, he's got a chance to get bigger. He's a smart kid, and we need another body out there. Bob, when you um, first got a chance to meet Rick Rawl, did you envision that he could – rise in the, in the ranks the way that he has and what have been your initial impression so far? Yeah, he's been with us for a couple of years. He's been our, one of our QCs, quality control coaches, um, analysts. He's been awesome. He's got great energy. He's been around some really good coaches in the past. And part of Coach Lake's deal is if, if uh, you're in that role and we think you're good enough, he's going he's gonna to elevate you. And, and certainly Rip did a great job for us in his previous role. Is, is there a bit of a mentorship? I, mean, I can ask Akaika as well, but is there a bit of a mentorship with – him because he knows the D-line so well that he can also, you know, not on the field, obviously, but maybe in 
meetings and whatnot, he can he can offer his uh, his advice as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's he's been around it now long enough that he knows what we're doing, knows the kids, and yeah, I, th I think there's a little bit of that, that to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how, how much is the how much of offense has changed? You know, in the 12 years since you've been defensive coordinators, how much has the game changed in terms of what you're trying to stop and what you're trying to attack? Uh, well, it's, it does go in cycles. Um, even our, I'll just give you, our league has gone from a little bit of the Chip Kelly, all the RPO stuff, um, now to a lot more of an NFL. So you're seeing, even in the North, Stanford, Cal, us, Oregon State, to a certain degree, Oregon, is a lot of two tight ends, run the ball, less RPO stuff, more pro style. Quarterback's now more underneath it. Cal's got an NFL uh, coordinator. Um, Stanford guy has been NFL type, type guy, so it's less of the wide open stuff, and now more you gotta you gotta stop the run and a little more NFL type type offenses. Anything more for Coach Rager? Got Coach from Laser to go. Uh, Thank you guys. Thanks, Coach. How much difference is your your day to day coaching the outside linebackers? <laughs> Completely different, you know. Just being able to <clears throat> add on the coverage part of it, you know. So I'm. I heard you guys talking about mentoring Coach Coach Rowan. Uh, that's what I've been doing in the past couple months. Is is always anytime Coach Harris, Coach Brown, or Coach Gregor has time for coverage, uh, I've been doing that just so we can speak the same languages and 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 making sure, at least in my effort, we are taking steps forward and not staying stagnant in that position. So, uh, but it's 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 definitely been more geared towards coverages, and then obviously with the pass rush stuff that that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand what we did at defensive line. With the move from defensive line to outside linebacker, was that more of Jimmy's idea or, who, or was that you or who kind of? Is kind of a collective thing. You know, um, obviously my goal to eventually become a coordinator, and I think that, that just helps my development in terms of being able to, to not only speak the coverage-wise, but be able to coach it, you know, and, and not just be solely a front guy. And then we had already on staff, you know, Rip, Coach Rip Roy, that we knew we would not take a step backwards at, at defensive line. I mean, he's, he's ran meetings for me uh, last year. You know, that's how good this, this coach is. And he's bringing new ideas to the table that, that actually is, is things that I think helps all of us defensively. So that was just, a, you know, it was a move that Coach Lake agreed upon. And, and for my development, you know, that's, that's the right move. When you knew all this stuff was going to happen, like with Coach Kane leaving, did you envision Coach Rick being in a position where you could probably move into that spot? Well, yeah, my opinion probably did it better more so than Coach Lakes, but I, I did. You know, if, if there, that's that's what I think is really good about our program, where, where people are developed both as players and coaches, and if we are uh, progressing to where we think we can get to, then everything should be elevated from from within. You know, and I think that's that, that guy has really deserved it. He's earned it, uh, and you guys will see the how uh, you will see the defensive line play get better. Jeremiah Martin's first initial impressions getting him in the spring. Yeah, he's doing awesome. He's he's a really really smart kid. Obviously gifted, very athletic, very powerful. Uh, we he plays. He, you know, he's learned both both positions already, strong and weak. Uh, so he's definitely come here to compete, and and that's what we expect of him. What, what, based on what you saw in Phil when yeah. he was at Texas A&M, how, how do you envision trying to use him compared to maybe how they tried to use him there? Well, so to me, I think we can – I mean, the pass rush stuff 
you can see on film and what, what he can bring to the table. I thought he could actually play in space. You know, so for a bigger body like him, being able to play in space, he's already 260, you know, working his way probably to 270 very shortly. Um, that's a big body. You know, that, that's like kind of like Zion. Zion, you know, he, he's pretty big as well, playing in space. And this guy's really gifted. And that's what I thought he could bring to the table. So we're not just all defensive end-minded players. We can play both. We can now, like Coach Gregor's installed uh, our base defense. So now the Sam and the Buck, the weak and the strong, are playing coverages. You know, we just actually saw with him. Uh, offense had a great play, but him running with receivers down the field. You know, so that's, I think that's what he brings to the table for us. You mentioned Zion. What, what's the next step for him after last season? Learning how to practice. I mean, really. I mean, that's, for Zion is learning how to be a professional. And for us, being a professional is learning how to practice. Him being able to mentor other kids, him being able to run a meeting. They're about to go in a meeting so he can run it. Um, but those are the things to me in terms of development that he needs to take that next step because, you know, he, he's pretty gifted in, in, in all the other facets of it. So he wants to become a leader through practice, showing the drills, being up in front, um, and then being able to teach it in the meeting rooms. How much did last season help Seville coming into his second season? This year? A whole bunch. You know, it helped us first off with him not losing um, – in years, right? So we were able to put him out on the field. Uh, but for him to, in, from high school to college, you know, and, and I'm sure Sam Hewitt is probably experiencing that, the speed of the game is so fast, you know, and that's what you got to get used to. Savelle had to get used to not only the speed, but the offensive guys that are, you know, 350 pounds that are moving just as fast as him. And they're really good at technique, you know. So he went from becoming a powerhouse rusher to now having to use technique, now having to, to attack joints and whatnot. And I think he is a student of the game. Um, he's up in my office almost every day, so that's very encouraging. But he's only going to get better. I mean, you know, what your expectations of, of him are, uh, you know, it, it'll come to fruition. You obviously spent a lot of time around, around Levi and, and Joe Tryon. Yeah. Four years. Um, just curious maybe what one or two of their, their best NFL traits are that you think are going to make those guys. Levi might be one of the most explosive players we've had. You know, I think that's what the NFL coaches as well as scouts are, are looking at. You know, that's what makes him really, really good at 295 pounds. I mean, he ran a 482, but part of it was just the explosiveness on how fast he gets out. That's one thing that he's really good at, and then he understands leverage. You know, at our level, at times, his pad level got high, but he understands where to use his hands, where to place them. So that will come into play. You know, and those are the things that the scouts and the NFL coaches were talking about. He's very explosive off the ball, and he understands leverage in how to offset offensive linemen. Uh, Joe Tryon, uh, his pass rush skills. You know, he's long. He's a long athletic player. that can. He has flexible hips. His hand swipes, you know, how, how violent he is with his hands. That will be his asset uh, moving on to the next level. You know, but... Both, I still think, can get better, and, and you know, depending on what teams they go to, will we'll mold them to the player that they need to be. This uh, outside linebacker group with with Latu is like almost three deep with guys that, that could start. Yeah. Um, how crazy would that have been? I mean, it's still even crazy with Savell. Yep. Still on the second line behind Bowman and uh, ZTF, but uh, this must be the most competitive position group on the team it is and, and I, I that's what you want you know I, I think I'm sitting in an ideal uh, situation that coach K has left here uh, we are three deep for sure and actually we, we, we can get the four deep 
with Lolo Hale coming up and then Jeremiah Martin uh, entering the picture. Uh, but that's what you want. And those guys understand that, that competitive, competitiveness in my room is you being able to teach somebody so that they know just as much as you and then going out to the field and beating them. You know, going back to Zion. That's Zion's job now. Zion needs to teach Jeremiah everything he knows so that Jeremiah's getting better and then now go on the field and prove why he's better than Jeremiah. And Latu could have almost done what ZTF has done, right? Yeah, absolutely. He was ahead of him. Right. Zion was Latu's backup. You know, so you know, Zion became a star by opportunity. You know, and that's what you're always – if we can continue to push in that way where they visualize themselves as a starter like Zion did when he had his chance, it wasn't a wow factor. It wasn't something that surprised him. He, he was just waiting his turn, and when he did, he, you know, he kind of made, took advantage of it. You mentioned Lolo Hayer. What have you seen from his development thus far? He's starting to understand technique. And he was very powerful from where he came from. He was more of a bull rush type of guy, run you over. He was bigger than most. Uh, what you see right here now, that's what he was in high school. And so he's starting to learn technique. He's starting to attack joints. He's starting to learn leverage. Uh, and from that, I think you'll see him uh, start to get better this spring. Another guy we didn't see last year was uh, Braylon Charles. Yes. Where is, where is Braylon in his development right now? Without putting so much pressure on him, Braylon will, will be and probably better than Joe Tryon. He's very long. He's athletic. He can drop in space. He can do all of those intangibles. And he's physical enough. He does want to put his hat and eyes on you. Uh, so as he progresses, you will see him taking about the same path as Joe Tryon did. Okay, can you talk a little bit about the journey with um, Leon too? Just yeah. beginning uh, when he found out about the issue and just walking through all of that and finally coming to that decision. I'm sure you were working closely with him. Yeah, you know, so yeah, Leonardo was you know, he had a. He still has a bright future ahead of him, but I think he visualized himself uh, having an opportunity to go to the NFL. I mean, he started for us as a freshman, and, you know, when the whole situation happened with him, obviously there's some doubt in, in trying to figure out what your next step is. Um, the good thing is we, we, we kind of already had a plan. You know, he, he's going to be my student assistant coach, and he's going to help out and try to pass knowledge on to those players while he does his rehab. Um, if not for football, he always wanted to be a fireman. And, you know, so we got connection to, to get him a shadow ship eventually when he's ready to get going and, you know, start to do it with the Seattle Fire Department. But, you know, he is a tough kid. You know, we had some Bible studies together and a lot of crying and, and uh, you know, that type of stuff. But he's a strong kid that, you know, I, th I still think he has – a bright future ahead of him. In that moment that he knew that I can't play anymore, yeah. were you with him with that? And how tough was that? That was hard. That was hard. I mean, for any kid, for any kid, you know, that was really hard. And I'm thankful that you know, mom, mom was able to, to come up here and spend time with him as well. But and I, I still, I'm, I'm sure he'll still go through it throughout the throughout the uh, process. You know, so it, his his help for us in this program is not done yet. You know, once he'll start his rehab. Uh, coming up shortly, and then, like I said, you guys will see him out there helping out and, and moving his his wisdom towards a, a different field. In this interview, you've talked a couple of times about players teaching each other in the spirit of competitions. How important is that for them to get that in the organization? It, well, for us, it's very important. You know, it's our whole program breeds competition, but most don't understand 
our view of it. You know, a lot of times competition is you just do whatever you can to be better than the next. For us, competition is also being able to raise somebody else's standards up that, that they might not have had. Um, you know, so for as the seniors are graduating, they're always trying to pass down knowledge to the next. And then it kind of goes on. goes. And this has been when since I was a player. You learn culture through it. Uh, you learn playbook stuff. Most importantly, you learn how to become a dog, how to become a Husky. You know, and that's something that I, I hold dear, being a Husky. Um, but that's, you know, without that for us, then to me, I, I think it's just a, a selfish world. It's, there's, just, there's no competition. It's just me. It's a doggy dog world. And we like competition through educating each other. Is that how you build legacy there? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you, I, I was taught that, and it continues to go on. Kind of going off of that, I mean, how yeah. big is it to have Ryan Bowman back in that room? Ryan, on his, what is he on his ninth year? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Ryan is yeah, actually he's the one that, that set the meeting today. You know, that that's his leadership in that group. Uh, I can't even explain how important that is. You know, from the from the time we broke in practice to him demanding, you know, let's go get some lunch, let's watch film together, let's get better before we back on the field. That to me is a true leader. You know, like he didn't he had a really good day today. And he didn't even get a chance to watch film for himself. He was worried about the group, or I should say concerned about the group. And the only way our group can get better, you know, take away Ryan uh, and Jeremiah Martin. Those are the senior juniors. The rest of them are freshmen. And so Ryan, for him and his legacy, you know, he has to make sure those freshmen know exactly what they're looking at, how to look at it, and so we can continue to climb forward. Ryan is, is huge for us. Given where you played and the positions you played again, yeah. Do you, can you, I don't know, can you uh, take anything from that when you move back to the outside linebackers? Yeah, I mean, that's the way I finished my career here, was outside backers. So it's kind of fun to get back to it, uh, being able to do some of the drills that those guys are doing, and then just transferring how, how much it has changed from when, when I was here and then, you know, the, the linebackers of today. But it's kind of cool to, to kind of live through these guys, vicariously through, through them. Thank you.